0: This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus.
1: Coming up, hybrids on hold. Why supercars isn't rushing into electrification. Fabian Coulthard looks like becoming a TCR regular as he plots his supercars return adelaide or bust fate of supercars classic will be decided in just days another indycar upset why scott is hot heading back to texas plus 60 years at sandown but what's ahead for the iconic melbourne track
0: all this and more straight ahead on parked up plus with mark fogarty
1: hi there race fans well There's been a lot of noise about Gen 3 over the past year, but what hasn't been heard is anything more about incorporating electric assistance. While the Gen 3 design was future proof for hybrid technology, nothing has been said about when supercars will add it to the new generation V8s. Well, we can now reveal that supercars is in no hurry to go hybrid. That's in stark contrast to the British Touring Car Championship, adopting electric assistance this year, and NASCAR, working to make its V8's hybrid power units by 2024. As Supercars Head of Motorsport, Adrian Burgess explains, turning the Gen 3 Camaro and Mustang into hybrid races is still years away.
0: There's no timeline set on it. It it was one of the design criteria that we've got with the certain areas of the car where we've got a bit of packaging space, you know, the extract gearbox is capable of um, adding on a hybrid generation package. Mm-hmm. We've got areas in the floor and in the cabin where we can install battery packs. Have you been talking to potential hybrid system suppliers? We're, we're always keeping an eye on it. I've, there's various NDAs that we've signed through supercars with people who work in that space. So our team are always keeping an eye on it and, I mean, yes, we, we know what people are doing. and. People come to us as a series, you know, thinking that maybe that's where we want to go. So, yes, we've got a good base knowledge of what is out there in the market. Um, but further discussions on that, and then, you know, we're operating under strict clauses. So I'm not able really to give you any more info on that.
1: Burgess also confirmed that the Gen 3 Mustang and Camaro prototypes will reappear at Simmons Plains next week following changes to the chassis to make them more comfortable for the drivers. There'll be more on all of that from Burgess in Parked Up, ahead of Supercar's return to Tasmania. And just to note, he's one of several motorsport personalities taking part in the Tour de Cure nine-day cycle ride to raise money for cancer research. It's a worthy cause and well done to all of them. Sidelines Supercar star Fabian Coulthard will be back in action in the Super Cheap Auto TCR Australia series at Phillip Island this weekend. It's his second appearance in wall racing Stan Sport Honda Civic, but probably not his last. Colthard is cautiously optimistic about being more competitive at the island.
2: Um, yeah, I'd like to be. Um, obviously, we were hampered a little bit with some mechanical gremlins um, on both of the Sunday's races, which hampered our progress and made it look a lot, lot worse than what we were, but um, yeah, it is what it is. You know, you take everything in your stride, but um, yeah, looking forward to being a little bit more competitive at the pilot.
1: Will you be a regular in the TCR championship from now on?
2: Um, I'm not sure. I think, uh, you know, we're do definitely doing the next one. Um, and then what happens from there is a little bit of an unknown. Um, but I think if we can, you know, have a strong performance and, and things like that, I think, uh, you know, you potentially see me at a, a couple more later on.
1: Of course, Fab's lost his supercar seat following the sale of Team Sydney, but he's picked up a plum co-drive at Bathurst with Walkinshaw and Dretti United. That's his priority, but he hasn't given up hope of a full-time return to the V8s next year.
2: Yeah, I think the search, you know, long-term, it's a little bit of a a process and and things like that and see how this year pans out. But, you know, for me at the moment, my sole focus is... uh, you know, having a good performance. Um, the guys at WAU, uh, like I say, it's a, a great co-drive to have and, you know, it's sort of softened the blow a little bit from um, not racing the full-time year. So I'll grab the opportunity with both hands, give it a crack and um, yeah, hopefully have a good result.
1: And you can hear the full chat with Fabs on this week's Parked Up. Amid constant speculation about its future, Sandown Raceway is celebrating its 60th anniversary. The combined car and horse racing complex in suburban southeast Melbourne is in jeopardy because of increasing pressure to redevelop all or a major part of the site for housing. Sandown has been hanging by a thread for years, but sadly, the end looks to be near for the historic circuit. The latest we're hearing is that Sandown is safe for another five years at the most. Sandown has at least one more year on its contract with supercars on top of this year's event in August. And the word is that the state government is looking at funding a new circuit in Melbourne's west to fill the gap when Sandown is closed. Supercars will be sweating on the outcome of Saturday's South Australian election. If the opposition gets in, the Adelaide 500 gets reinstated. Supercars Chief Executive Shane Howard reaffirms that if there is a change of government, the popular street race event will return as this year's season ender.
3: The, you know, we have a commitment from the leader of the opposition um, in, in South mm-hmm. Australia that if they win the election, that the event will be back in the championship, it will be the last round of the championship, and it will be positioned in the first weekend of December. So that uh, their election is on the 19th of March. Mm-hmm. It's not far away. No. Uh, and, and we'll know one way or the other.
1: The new Supercars boss spoke about that and much more in his first major interview, highlights of which you'll hear on Parked Up with our own dynamic duo, Grant Rowley and Tony Delberto. Still on Supercars, confirmation that the championship races at the Formula One Australian Grand Prix next month will be shown live on Channel 10. Yes, you heard that right. Even though Channel 7 has the free TV rights to Supercars, 10 is the AGP free to air broadcaster in a sub rights deal with Fox Sports. All four Supercars races from Friday to Sunday will be live on 10, as well as Fox Sports in a combined coverage. And seven will still show late night delayed highlights. I'm hearing that Supercars Return to 10 is a one off, with the free to air TV rights for the AGP set to change next year presumably consolidating the event's live coverage on Fox Sports and Seven. Hot to trot, Walkinshaw Andretti United still hasn't committed to staying in the GM fold with the switch to Gen 3 next year. Still chasing a third manufacturer, WAU is holding off on a decision, but the word from Clayton is soonish. Make of that what you will. And now, with a wrap-up of the weekend's racing action, here's Grant Rowley.
4: Well, not much in the way of motorsport here in Australia or around the world, but there was one giant race meeting down at Phillip Island, the Phillip Island Classic, over 400 competitors across what was about five days of actual on-track racing, three official days. And I've got Mark Tinney from Race Fuels on the line. He was there to service just about every one of those 400 competitors. Mark, what was the vibe like down there?
5: Yeah, thanks Grant. It was big, to be honest. The word I'd use was big. There was a really good vibe on the island. Um, everywhere you went, they had the uh, Phillip Island Classic posters in all the shops. The uh, community really gets behind the Phillip Island Classic, and uh, one of the highlights I was watching the Group S race with sixty cars on the grid. They uh, queued up all the way around uh, towards um, towards Lucky Heights from the from the main straight. So it was good, good event, good weekend, and we uh, were down at Phillip Island a bit, so uh, it was fun to be down there.
4: Now, you had some news of your own over the week. You sold your 250,000th litre of Elf Race 102. This is a special type of fuel that you brought into Australia to replace Avgas. That's a, a pretty big milestone.
5: Yeah, we're quite excited. We've had um, a huge amount of issues during this period with uh, with pandemics and, uh, and you know, lockdowns. But this uh, the fuel that came in, we bought it in early 2019, to uh, present as an Avgas alternative. I'm really pl- proud to say that it really is the Avgas alternative. We've moved 200,000 litres in a small amount of time, which uh, so surpassed our expectations. Elf France are thrilled with the volume, uh, but the competitors are the ones that are winning because it's, um, yeah, historic racing continues, even though leaded Avgas and leaded fuels are discontinued. So uh, it's a big win for Elf Race 102, a very, very popular fuel. And
4: no doubt that there was lots of competitors down at the Phillip Island Classic using that Elf Race 102. Of course, that's the fuel of choice for almost all of the historic style racing. Mark, out of all those 400 competitors, what is the one car that took your fancy?
5: Oh, there's a couple of Sierras from the agri days that just caught my eye and they looked really, really good. So you can't go past a, a Cosworth Sierra. Um, is um, yeah, most of them are still around, which is cool, but there was definitely, um, definitely two um, Celtics that caught my eye, and uh, they sound good, look good, and look fast, um, and really took me back to the late 80s when I started really taking interest in motorsport.
4: Thanks for your wrap of the Philip Island Classic, Mark Tierney. Back to you, Mark Fogan.
1: So, a pretty quiet time for racing, whereas we're heading for a monster weekend of motorsport. Viewers won't know where to look with Formula One kicking off in Bahrain, IndyCar visiting Texas, MotoGP in Indonesia, and a double dose of sports cars at Sebring. And locally, a big, big program at Phillip Island as Speed Series and Shannon's Motorsport Australia Championships combine, featuring TCR, S5000, GT, Trans Am, and more. You can see it all on either Fox Sports or Stan Sport. Just don't schedule any sleep. While we wait to see if Daniel Ricciardo recovers from COVID in time for Bahrain, former Supercars champ Scott McLaughlin is ready and raring for IndyCar's resumption at Texas Motor Speedway. Scotty finished second on the dizzying High Bank Bowl in his first oval race last year and was fastest in a test there last week. On top of his upset win at St. Petersburg, mclaughlin gives himself a pretty good shot at winning in texas
0: yeah i mean we we're uh you know no, we have a good car there and, and we've been working really hard as a team for the ovals this year um to be better here be better at indianapolis you know i uh i like the track um but you know like i said before you know it's it's so competitive out there and i need to make sure i nail my qualifying lap so we can start up the front or, or be there or thereabouts because um you know, it's certainly very tight and qualifying. If one mistake, you find yourself four or five positions further back than you wanted to. So, um, but yeah, excited to go back to Texas. Excited to have another crack there, um, especially with the test day as well before. Um, you know, just be really comfortable with the car and where I, where I'm at with it, and and, and see what we got.
1: Finally, ever since Supercars dropped the V8 tag from its title, the move has been, well, to put it politely, questioned especially since no other engine configurations ever eventuated. Fans and major media still call it V8 supercars and refer to the V8s, a great shorthand that even non-followers recognise. So with the change of ownership and Gen 3 staying exclusively V8, surely it's time to put the V8 back into supercars. Well, we asked V8 boss, see what I did there, Shane Howard, and he didn't rule it in but he didn't rule it out either it,
3: it it hasn't been discussed really to be honest at this point um it's been you know discussed yeah obviously mm. over a long period of time no. um you know it, you know, we we people often raise it but it hasn't been discussed at board level or anything like that no
1: what do you think do you think um, it would be good to bring it back
3: I, I, I think we're V8 supercars. That's what I think we are.
1: Hmm, as Frontline's Mike Moore used to say. That's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and Tony Delberto for more discussion and debate on local and international racing. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening.
4: You've just listened to another Network R production.